This episode of Sewing Out Loud is brought to you by L.A. Finch Fabrics. Get 30% off their entire inventory of fabrics now through September 30th, 2020 during their anniversary sale. Go to LAFinchFabrics.com and get 30% off. No coupon code required. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And our mics are so balanced. They're so balanced. Until ZD whoops into the mic. No, even even that didn't look loud. When you whisper. I have a secret. That was the microphones like listening to me saying that you were whispering and making your mic hot is what it was doing. Okay, so today's episode is, I guess, either people are going to love it or they're going to hate it because sometimes people like it when we talk about costuming and sometimes people don't. Oh, do people hate costuming? Well... Or they just find it to be irrelevant Boring, to their irrelevant. to their you know needs. Everybody costumes herself every day. As far that as exactly concerned. we what podcast episode was that where we had that revelation? Oh, I don't know. I had you were that like, revelation you were like years costume ago. yourself, or you know, just pretend. You always costume yourself. There you go. When you get up, you decide what to wear. You decide how you want to look. You decide maybe what's clean, whatever. Actually, that has been a bit of a. I know. I know. This is like old advice where. You know, when you work from home, get dressed in clothes and stuff like that. But I've been trying to wake up really early to work before I have to take care of the kids. And the days when I don't have an outfit picked out, I'm like, I should probably just stay in bed so I don't wake anybody up by going through my dresser. You know, so I really need to have, like, everything laid out, uh, you know, well, ahead of I time. Well, I think if you think about it, <laughs> so excuse. right now we're in this phase of people working from home. Yes. A lot of people working from home or staying home more or whatever. And you dress to stay at home versus dressing to stay it out. So don't tell me you're all not costuming yourself. There you go. Because even if your costume is a pair of leggings or sweatpants, you know, and a, and a comfy shirt of some sort or whatever, or that's a costume. That's a costume. Yes, Actually, is. I don't think it's all that all bad. All the world's a stage. To, like, 
be a little more comfy at home. You know that, it, like the advice of get dressed. It's like, okay, maybe change into just like a different set of comfy clothes. Right. <laughs> like I keep wearing a nice shirt and then my very tattered PJ pants. I keep looking <laughs> at my, all my shoes and going, will I ever wear these again? I know. I was like it's looking like, at a. There's no reason. I wonder if purse sales are down. Yeah, oh, like handbags, yeah. you know. Well, like I've no, like I've done this for a long time. Like I carry like a, it's sort of a wallet. Yeah, that yeah, I can yeah. put my uh-huh. cell phone in, and, mm-hmm. and my credit cards are in it, and it's a crossbody, right? Yes, I can actually wear it around my waist if I want to. And I've been doing that for a very long time. I'd say the last five or six years. Like, I keep that in my big purse. Right, yes. And then when I go into a store. No, I'm, I've been doing it, too. Right. Yeah, I will take. I the, like it. Right. I will take, like, you know, this wallet thing mm-hmm. that holds my cell phone and leave my big purse in the car. And I've been looking around, and I see more people doing that. Well, and my thought is. Yes, it's less things to worry about. Well, like, also, I you know, forgot getting contaminated. I forgot a, like how to leave the house. Well, that's another you know, thing. At one point, like, I was like, "Wait, do what do I? Right? What am I? And now doing? you need a mask. And now you need a mask. So, so it's something, right? Yep. Right. <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I know. I'm like, well, what? okay. Oh. How many times have you <clears throat> got out of the car and not put your mask on and have to turn around? I haven't had to do that oh i have i i I think i've always put it on uh i've had something different happen to me with the mask where i was at that art gallery and there was no one else there but i went to the bathroom and you're supposed to put your mask on when you like go into the common area that i'd been in like the studio and i went to the bathroom and i was like looking at my face in the mirror, and, you know, some... and I was like, "Oh, I'm not supposed to see my face," you know. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I, I ran back. I have one more funny thing before we get to the podcast, which so, is because our podcasts are always very serious. Yes, yes. One, but I mean, a funny pandemic thing. So, I was getting ready to leave the house for the first time in a long time to like see people, and I was like, "I don't have any bras," and I was like. What was I wearing for a bra before <laughs> the Actually, lockdown? Wait, wait, wait. I couldn't remember. remember. And so I was wearing my camisoles. And I, for those of you who don't remember, I don't have a lot of breast tissue. Like, I can I can go out without a bra on. And it's it's fine. And not for, offend many. Well, yeah, yes. it's like fine for the mores of Midwestern American society. And it's fine for me, especially in like certain shirts with like a print. It's, you know, I'm I'm fine. But I was like, no, I'd been doing something. And it took me like four days to realize that before the pandemic, I had purchased a set of camisoles with like molded cups in uh-huh. them. And I just had not gone into that drawer for <laughs> two months. Like I was literally like, I forgot about these things. And I was like, I wore these every day. It was like my new bra. Right. You know? And so once again, you can tell I don't have a lot of breast tissue because I'm cool with just a camisole with molded cups, you know, uh, that aren't, you know, there's like... It, it's not a bra of any kind, really. You know, they're just kind of tacked in there. Anyway, I literally forgot for a few weeks. I couldn't remember what I'd been doing. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Okay. The life has changed a little bit. It's changed a bit, and that is kind of what we're talking about, too, today. That's so, right. Well, yeah, this is a, this this is is a pandemic post, yes. exactly. Yes, it's a pandemic podcast. So we, uh, you know, ZD and I are costumers, and... Uh, we're big theater fans, and I 
the, the reason the pandemic happened is because I received a lead role in a local <laughs> show, okay, that was supposed to happen in April of 2020. So got this I bad thought, karma. <laughs> yes. So I was so excited. I was like, this is good. This is cool. There aren't a lot of, you know, there aren't a lot of, like, lead roles for a person of my age just because of what you know, the musicals that get written or whatever. And so I was going to be Allison in Fun Home. It was going to be super duper cool. And then, of course, the pandemic happened. I was like, oh, this happened because I was cast in this lead role. Okay. Uh, so I am a – we're a big part of our – or we we love our theater community, okay, in our hometown. And they have gotten on to the, you know, bandwagon or, you know, gotten on into the routine of doing online performances, okay, They've adjusted. They've adjusted. And they've asked. Creatively adjusted. Yes. And uh, the Gorilla Theater, if you remember the Lysistrata episode and the Paper Wigs episode, it is going on and it's virtual. And so they said, you know, hey, will you do this? And I thought, and I, I get paid a little bit to do that. And I thought, oh, maybe I, I like, I don't know if I should even get paid for this because, like, I'm not going to really have to do anything because it's a virtual performance. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> So it did turn out to be, you know, a good bit of work. All right. So since it was virtual, we did have an actor long distance, someone uh, who lived about two hours away in St. Louis. And so that was, you know, kind of fun that she got to participate. And the play, there were two plays uh, and some of them were double cast. And there were some things that I had to keep in mind while costuming virtually and some kind of cool things that could happen since I was costuming virtually, okay? So, first of all, I have a week to put these shows together. But even in a week, Amazon Prime was totally my friend because we had to order in a white streak for someone's hair, okay? Uh-huh. And so if you need to order anything for your actors, if you're going to costume virtually, you can order it on Amazon Prime and you can have it shipped to their house. <laughs> what was it that we used, what was that place called where we used to order all the like junk costumes? What oh, was that called? Theater House or something? Yeah. Remember like, I mean, it was like you could buy like 12 inch or 9 inch sequin skirts like that were like three dollars a piece oh like, yeah, yeah yeah and sometimes like they wouldn't come big enough or small uh, enough and so you'd like put a bunch together or something. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. so you'd sew two together but like <laughs> it was all there the elastic the, and i mean you could costume something real fast yeah so brings I, back memories of joseph and the technicolor dream coat yes, yes. don't whisper no <laughs> joseph and the technicolor dream technicolor dream coat <laughs> Out of, I think it was called Theater House or Musical I get Theater House. It was, but it was a mail order. Yeah, and it was like really, like cheapish cheap, stuff. Cheap, cheap. But a costume only gets to last like four minutes sometimes. Well, and when it's virtual, yeah. you can, right. you know, kind of really. You only have to have the front, right? Well, you only have to have the front, <laughs> and you really only need to have them from the waist up. Can you do like? Could you do like? paper doll stuff where you just like 
Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. The the software, I guess I don't want to make that generalization because someone, you could stream like a show. But well, yes, all, you could actually have where the actor turned around. Yes, and or, like or that, you yeah. could, but the way that these were, everyone was going to be in, you know, their own environment. Right. Okay. Uh, and so that's socially distanced and that it's the safest way to do it. Okay. Unless it was going to be like me and mom in a show because we're part of our little pod or whatever. So the way that this worked, they used a program called StreamYard. So if your your local theater community is looking for something to do, it's kind of like Zoom, but you can control like who's up and who's not. So you do not you every have, to have like an editor. Yeah. So you yeah. have a you know the stage manager. Yeah, so you have like a production editor or like a, doing it. At, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you have a tech person. Right. You know, just like anything a else. Producer mm-hmm. and all this. Yeah. You okay. got it. You got it. So that person can kind of control those things. And so in this case, they were basically waist up. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they could. They were not going to be seen below that. They could wear so their they didn't have to. They could sweat be pants. pantsless. That's right. Yes. Or not. Or, or or no pants. Right. Okay. And also, so they didn't have to turn around. Right. And you weren't really going to be able to see much. You know, in the way of like big movement or whatever. Right. So one of the plays was about a woman who is uh, she was a fortune teller. Her first name is Aozopia. She's a real person and. Uh, I think it's like early 1900s, you know, that she lived and she did these seances and a lot of people studied her to see if what she was doing was real. And, you know, was she producing this like, you know, ghostly fluid from somewhere and all this stuff. So it was, uh, you know, I had to costume this fortune teller and I went in our costume closet. Okay. I, you know, first of all, got got my reference photos on, which you know, I'm like somewhat familiar with what a 1910s, you know, silhouette is. But I went and looked just to make sure. And there were actual photos of this person, right. oh, you know, because no, she's a real nice. person. Yeah. So that was kind of neat. And she does. She had that white I mean, streak. The Internet is the mag- no, magical. It, it is. Yes. It's pretty amazing. OK, so we have this like 80s skirt suit thing in there. It's like floral. OK, uh, it's got these huge shoulder pads, okay, and these elasticated sleeves. It's made out of like a chiffon, right? It was Dietra's. Yes, I, <laughs> I thought so. And it has a really low cross, yeah. like you were supposed to wear a right. camisole yeah. under it, okay? And It's silk. Okay, it's a wrap, yeah. right? With mm-hmm. Okay, and the wrap has a flounced neckline. Yeah. Okay, so I found a picture of this woman, and she was wearing kind of this floral patterned yeah. thing, okay? So I put that on. And I took the flouncy neckline, because it's a very busy print, and I just kind of, like, composed it up over my yeah, neck in a right. high-looking, so, you know, a high-necked fashion. Right, right. Got a cameo pin, put it right on there, yeah. and boom, 1910s silhouette yeah. from this 1980s thing. No, no alteration needed. No nothing. Okay, so the thing to take away here is that you can have, like, a Golden Girls outfit turn into a 1910s shirt bodice on zoom for sure <laughs> on zoom i was like i can't believe this is going to work you know and i was and it didn't really have to fit now the actress had a dress that she thought was going to fit and so she tried it on she's like well i don't think i can get it to zip up the back and i was like 
Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yep, exactly. The other thing is, is the men in uh, the other show, there were like two men and two women in that show. Uh, one of them couldn't get their button up to like button over, you know, their waistline or something. It was like their sons, you know, right. or something. And so is it the wrong size? Like, doesn't matter as long as you put, you know, your blazer over it. And we did uh, cravats for them too. Right. Which yep. is just a wad of fabric. Just a wad of fabric. Exactly. And so the one person, uh, this Stacy, Stacy's wife made her a cravat to wear. And it's not that difficult of a thing to make, but it right. was very nice. And the other actress did not have one. And she's the one in St. Louis. And so I was like, do you have a scarf of any kind that you can just kind of right. compose, you know? But something that you need to keep in mind is you're going to be costuming via Zoom, too. So you, the costumer, got to have time with these people. Because if you've ever costumed a show, you may know or remember that sometimes you have to, like, steal your time from the director. They'll be like, oh, well, you can pull people during right, rehearsal. Sure. Uh -huh, and yeah. I, I've started to be like, listen... I have to have a dedicated, whatever, half-hour right. time block to talk to all these people at the same time, you know. And uh, you have to have that during these rehearsals. So if you are going to do something like this, make sure to tell the director. Because you don't want to be, like, setting other appointments. I mean, you can, you know. And maybe you will have to. But you do need to tell them to set aside time. Because I had to show this girl how to tie the cravat right. on Zoom. You know, even though it's a real simple thing. But it is kind of neat because you can make videos. You can send them to people if you've got it far enough in advance, etc. But you still need to be supportive of your actors during the show. Because my actor who needed the white streak in her hair, it didn't happen. She was so flustered getting changed between the two shows that the white streak didn't happen. So I was like, oh, maybe I could have helped her by sending her a checklist. Because right. if we had all been there in the theater together, somebody right. would have been like, hey, you're missing your, you know, your white, your white thing. Yeah. You know, or if you've got time. Now, this was, I felt like this was actually pretty um, ambitious. It was two one acts done on the same night virtually which you think oh it'll be fine but you know they do have to change costumes they do have to do all this stuff and so if you do have a stage manager who can be in the stream yard whatever there's like a backstage you know uh quote unquote area of this make sure they're checking for that so you know i didn't really provide a checklist and maybe i should have you know which is not something that's unheard of to have a checklist but most of the time you've had enough rehearsals where right. you know what well, to do and you're the customer and you're there and you can slap something uh, and yeah, yeah exactly but this is something that goes together in a week and right. it was unfamiliar etc so maybe give a little bit more support in that area if you need to so uh, let's take a quick break and come back and talk about virtual costume changes <laughs> Mom, do you know who's back as a Sewing Out Loud sponsor? Who, Mal? L.A. Finch Fabrics. Ooh, you mean the place where I can buy affordable designer ends? Yes. Well, the place that stocks a wide range of rayon wovens, uh -huh. activewear knits, it, it, cone mills, denims. It, Wait double brush polys and so much more yes that's the one and right now all of their fabrics including their end of bolt sale items are 30 percent off 
No code needed. Just shop, add to cart, and save. Okay, Mel. Tell everybody exactly where to go because I'm putting my order in right now. My dear sewing machines, go to LAFinchFabrics.com now through September 30th, 2020 and shop their heavily discounted anniversary sale. You'll be glad you did. Thanks, Thanks, LA LA Finch Finch Fabrics. Sewing out loud. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. So costume changes. This is where really depends on how much time everyone has. Oh, I was going to say, what, what was there an intermission? Was there was a what? little bit of an intermission, I think, between the two shows, between okay. these two one acts. But I had, here's the issue I had with one of the actors. She went from playing, a, you know, early 20th century man to playing an early, early 20th century woman. Okay. And so I couldn't make the, I liked that she was going from being a man to a woman. You think that was easier? Well, in for her makeup and this is the other thing you need to see these people with the lighting that they're going Going to to have right and so this isn't all your responsibility as the costumer but you know sometimes we take on different right you know things so it was really important for me to see their lighting because this person this girl her name's julie and she was the one who was you know in st louis two hours away i was like are you wearing lipstick she's like no i was like well your lips are coming across very red um uh-huh. and so she just had like these very red lips so i was like definitely don't put on you know any lip color for when you're you know playing mr whoever right um you know, in that show. But then when you go to, uh, you know, playing a woman, let's put on some blush real quick. But my big problem was her hair. So the women in this early 1910s, they all wore, like, Gibson girl looks. Right. And I wrote down in my notes, like, have the hair fill the frame. (laughs) 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 And I thought that's a really good way to, to, I think, visually to get across to people, you know, um, this is the time period, and it was a George Bernard Shaw show, so it was very kind of tongue-in-cheek the whole time. And I was like, let's really exaggerate this hair, because you really only get to 
look at the person's face. Right, you know, right. you don't get to look at like it's not like I can put a funny skirt on them or something right, like right. that. You know, so uh, I I did have that in there. So they wore these Gibson girls, but she couldn't go from uh, what I wanted her to do for her man hairstyle was have it uh, side part and slicked back in a ponytail. Right. Okay, which was handy. No one saw the back of her head. That's right. Uh, you know, kind of kind of handy. So we did a hat. Okay. Ah. And I mailed her this hat. Okay. Because I said, do you have any hats? And, you know, maybe if it wasn't the pandemic, she could have went and found sourced one. Right. one a little more easily or something right. like that. And she was like, I'm not really connected with the theater community here. Like I was, you know, wherever she lived before, you know. And so I was like, well, I'll just mail you this hat. And she was in St. Louis. Things get there in a day or two. From us. Yes. Yeah. From us, you know, since we are so close. So I did. I just, you know, packed that. And she mailed it back. We have it back. It's yep. fastest. Fast, I don't have the costume pieces back from the people who are here in town. Let's not talk about the cost, the red costume, that, right. the Into the Woods costume that I loaned. You can yeah. track you can track things now. Yeah. Okay, so well, I know exactly where it is. I just can't just get it not back, back from her. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that was really wonderful is you costumed Hello, Dolly, back in 1990. Okay. Eight, no, no, 1999. I think it was. I've been two thousand. You know, but it was ninety. It was a ninety. I like looked it up. But I, then it was nineteen ninety nine. So, okay, and we have a couple of the outfits from that, and you made these capes with matching skirts, uh-huh. and so the capes were the perfect thing to put on for a virtual performance. Right. They gave this nice pop of color and and then if you as the costumer actually have to make something you know uh so these people they put on like a white collared shirt and then they put the cape on over it and then we have a white polyester roughly nightgown that has been in many shows and i put it on and pinned up the neck on it and i was like this could be a shirt too because <laughs> no one's gonna see it no from one's the, the bottom down. of the Exactly. Or, like, you know, the buttons sort of stopped mid-chest, right. which, well, you know. Well, it's top of a nightgown. It's top of right. a nightgown, you know. And so, anyway, I was like, this would, this would also be useful. Now, I didn't have to use that one, but just keep it in mind. You can do some composing and some fudging in these costumes that you can't do otherwise. But you do need to make it easy if they need to get out of them, you know, need to make it easy to do so. Because they probably won't have someone helping them. Okay, so for this show, you know, they are, people are in their own environment, and like maybe a partner is watching the small child while they're performing, or their partner wants to watch it, and they have no, you know, we didn't like send a dresser to everyone's house. Right. (laughs) So I was a little worried about my, you know, Golden Girls pinup thing with the cameo pin I was like okay is this going to be easy enough to get into like right. all by themselves if they have no other help so you kind of have to make sure that they can get into their clothing all on their own right. you know and and change you know everything they need to so uh yeah just with costume changes do try to make it as simple as possible and yes of course exploit hats and scarves. Well, yeah, because and things everything, like that. especially when it's the head. Yeah, yeah. everything's just on top, of course. Right. So, yes. Yeah, so, exploit the hat thing. Um, actually, they really need to do another show where they use those paper wigs because, like, how cool would that? Everybody could see them up real close. Right. The yeah. paper wigs, definitely. Maybe we should just do, like, a show. We should just redo paper, that show. Maybe you with should the paper write wigs. a show called Paper, paper wigs. wigs. There we go. 
<laughs> so we could write a show. So do exploit the hats and then see people in their lighting, okay, with their costume on, which is something you'd normally do in a show anyway, but it's a little special in this case. And make sure they've got time to practice those changes. Um, yeah, so that's just you know that's kind of standard stuff, but do make sure to remember to do it. You the know, checklist in the, is a really good idea. Yeah, I think especially since everyone's it's like you're all alone. You know, which yeah. is which is so strange. Like that is probably the the biggest weird thing about doing a virtual performance like that is that you are, you know, right. all by yourself. Okay, another responsibility that you might find yourself fulfilling, which I'm like, that's actually not my job. Uh is the, being props master as well. Okay. So sometimes that's thrown in with the costumes and we had a situation where things needed to be passed between people. <laughs> I was going to say, you only yes. touch your own prop wouldn't be a problem. But now nope. this is the opposite you, but problem. But now you have to make sure it doesn't show up in the frame twice. So right. I'm actually in the process of costuming my second virtual show. So did you give them each a prop? I don't get it. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so they had identical point, props. Yeah. At one yeah. point, people had to like pass a rose to one another. So each person had to have the, the identical same, rose. And, and practice sort of the handoff. Right. You know. Right. Well, there were a couple kisses, too, which were just so funny. You know. Um, so did they like split screen? Is that what they well, did? Well, yeah. They, so they. They figured right. out, and this is the other thing about that program about StreamYard is that they can make sure they, to put the people in the proper position, uh-huh. you know. Um, because on Zoom, we would often make fun of this, like during our little happy hours. It's like, oh, who's on top of who? Oh, it's right. different on my screen. Oh, it's right. different on my screen. Right. So in this, you can make the sure the production manager is managing. The yeah. Screen. So okay, right. you know that your left che- your left cheek is going to be kissed right. or something like that. Okay. So right now I'm in the process of costuming a typhoid Mary play. Oh, how appropriate. How appropriate. Oh, it really is. And it's actually it's pretty good show and I know that you probably know a lot about typhoid Mary yeah she and really wasn't typhoid Mary that's what I know well that is kind of does that come out in the oh play? yeah like yeah. it's a bit in fact it, right. it gets a little like surrealist at some point mm-hmm. like it's very um it's a it's a good show yeah um, and actually there is the the in-town dialect coach is playing Mary Mallon, uh-huh. and so she has this beautiful Irish accent. Ah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. talking about your normal community theater Irish accent like this lady knows what she's doing, you know. And so she really, and she gets to curse a whole bunch. Um, ah. So yeah, they, they, it's of course, it's very timely. This is being done as a fundraiser for the theater um, that that it's going on at, and uh, but she offers this detective food, and he like. Did not, you know, doesn't, he he doesn't, doesn't want, want it. He know? doesn't want typhoid food. He doesn't food. want typhoid okay. food. You know, and so I'm trying to like, I'm like, well, does, do they, do they have to have the same bowl? Does he ever, does it ever really come into his frame? Because he refuses right. it, you know. And so anyway, we're trying to figure this out. But I'm like, I will have to come up with identical bowls of, you know, food or identical Girl, tea, teacups whatever, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So you may have that come up. Where you need to come up with duplicate props. Right. Okay. So keep that in I'm mind. I'm imagining like, you know, you would have these glued onto a surface so they were in the same position and stuff. I don't well, know. Well, you don't. It's not so much. Not that much. Like, you can't ever, I think, well, not like with what right. we're using. 
ever really make it look like the people are truly in the same space. Right. It's more like if they're passing something okay. between one another. Yeah. If if someone gives someone the rose or the food or the tea. Do you remember the play the the ballet that I wrote for the Yes. Yeah. Okay. I do. And I had I had to dance with a tray that had like soda and popcorn on it. Do you remember that? Yes. And I velcroed them on so that I could actually hand them off to you. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, let's just talk about how smart you are. <laughs> I okay. Just, I just thought about okay, that. Okay. When you have a tray, because I had to. Did I have to? Okay. I didn't have to hold this tray, but someone else did. Try not to name any names here. Try not to get too specific. <laughs> There was a tray, and it was supposed to be a tray of glass bottles with liquid in them. Right. Okay. Here's the deal. If you're in a play, and you drop a bottle of a glass bottle of liquid on the floor, and it right. breaks, end of game. Show yeah, must stop. Exactly. Stage must right. be cleaned. Right. Not fun. Must right. refund all to... I don't know if you're real. Well, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? Let's just talk real quick about how you do this. Okay? If you have to have a tray of crap... First of all, it's not glass, okay? That's right. You buy plastic things. It looks like glass. Okay, yeah. that looks like glass. Very easy to find. The other thing is, if it's supposed to have a liquid in it, uh, you, like, drop in diluted acrylic paint right. or something, and you paint and make it look like, yeah. it, okay, no one's looking that close. And then, yes, you Velcro, you magnet, right. you whatever to the tray. Right. Huh. Rant over. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I was so now nothing happened. It was fine, but my heart every night was like, we're just gonna have to stop the show because somebody's gonna break a freaking glass on the stage, uh -huh, you know. And uh -huh. I was like, and that's not gonna be good. And then I had to like pretend to stab someone with real scissors. Right. So anyway, uh, okay. End of rant. There. Now you know that if I come to see you in a show, I will be looking and making sure that. There's not glass on your stage with real liquid in it. Especially when you're, like, dancing around with it. They're dancing around. Okay. Moving on. What was I? I had something to say after the You were talking one. about passing the, oh, the well, food no, back okay, and so forth. Yeah, yeah, props and things like that. And then this was something, it seems really, uh, what do I want to say? It seems like a no-brainer now. But have a production meeting ahead of time because I found myself being like, oh, wait a minute. What is everyone's backdrop going to look like? Because. Right. And I was going to ask you yeah. that. They, do, they don't put in a virtual backdrop. They can. They, oh, okay. Okay. So if you, you may have that happen. And I thought, oh, I need to see this. Because if our virtual backdrop is like all red, I don't want to be putting people in, in red. red right. You know, or this, that, or the other thing. Um, and then if they were supposed to be. So what? how that would be is. You, the actor's in their costume, and they would be in front of a green screen, okay? And your green screen doesn't have to be green, okay? It needs to be all one color. Everyone, Everyone's screen has to be the same color? No. Though? Okay, so how that's this, what I was asking. So okay. how, how green screens work, or a blue screen, right. is that that big, solid mass of color, okay, the software, whatever it is, you can, like, I've done this in uh, Premiere before. Uh, the software reads that, and it maps that color, and then it puts the background on. Okay, so you can do this with any solid color sheet. And the reason they're green is because a lot of people's skin tones have pink under them. So right. it's like, you don't want a red screen. Right. In fact, uh, 
the director of this show, she was trying to film something, and her background that she was trying to map onto, it did match her skin too well, and it mapped onto her skin, and actually looked kind of cool. Um, so they, you know, that can be achieved. You know, it almost looked projected onto her, but that's why they're green generally. So if you do have a green screen, you cannot costume people in green, right? Because it will map that background. It will map onto it the onto green. them. Yes. But then, so first of all, no green. But then you need to see what the background's going to be, right? Okay. So what if it is a blue? You know, what if the the image that they're choosing has has a lot of blue in it? Well, you don't want your actor to blend in or you know this that or the other thing so that is something that you need to keep in mind they can't be costumed in the same color as their fabric behind them and then you want it to coordinate well with whatever picture which if the production team has that picked out they can send it to you and that's all like super cool and uh, pretty easy but uh, I think that in the show that we did they all just kind of chose neutral backdrops because they were so zoomed in that it wasn't worth it to project something behind them, you know, or to like find, you know, to make sure everybody had, you know, the proper thing going on. Uh, the other thing you can do in StreamYard is you can like filter, okay? You can add different sort of like lighting effects, and that's something that the actors can be in control of and the like production editor can be in control of and the reason I bring this up is in this Typhoid Mary show there are three main characters there's Mary and there's a female doctor and a male doctor but then the female doctor and male doctor end up playing all these other different roles and you get into that like surreal part and Mary's kind of confusing everybody together and I said let's just like filter them in a different color when they're supposed to be these quote other characters because they can't do a full costume change you know in the first place and then part of this is you know like semi-hallucination or whatever so I, what I guess I'm saying is don't work too hard as the costumer <laughs> when, when there's like weird stuff going on like it's not going to be what I would call perfect you you can't get the same you know, you're not going to get the same things you would get on stage. So when you when know. you started this with these actors, did you say to them, now I want, say like Stacy, okay, yeah. so you're a man. I want you to have a jacket yep. and a cravat mm -hmm. and, you know, we're going to do white shirts or, or what. Yes. So you gave the, and you said, now go search for these in your house. Yeah, so, and then you had them show them to you or what? Yeah, so I did, um, I think I've explained this before maybe on the podcast about Gorilla Theater since it's a week long, you know, that I get to prepare for it. And now I explain it to the actors because I had a little uh, kickback. I was like, listen, I get a week to do this. So I pull everything I can from my costume library. I tried to pull things and then I will let everyone know what I don't have. And it's a bit of a community effort, you know, because I had one person be like, why am I providing my costume piece? And I was like, because you're not Excuse in Hollywood. Me. You know, I was like, I was like, I get five days to do this, so I need you to bring in a red shirt. Calm down. You know, and so I, I just. Yeah, that's and, funny. You know, anyway, funny. Um, it's so that I don't hurt someone is why I have the talk. Yes. Yeah, so I will ask, I'll be like, okay, do you have this? Do you have that? And then I knew I wanted the capes. You right. know, to be uh, on the women, so I like brought them the capes. And, you so know. when you say you brought, so how did you make the transfer? Yeah, of the so stuff? I put them in a like a plastic shopping bag, mm -hmm. and I played doorbell 
ding dong Doorbell ditch. Drop yeah, off. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I said, are Doorbell you going to be home? Ditch. You know, ding. So so you can deliver right via doing that. You can have Amazon deliver something you order. Right. You can ship. In fact, or I could see like lining up everything at at like the studio or the theater. Yeah, if someone could let them in to you know to pick it up, put everything in a bag with everybody's name on it. Or There's whatever. an actor in the Typhoid Mary show who lives in Jefferson City. That's uh-huh. like 30 minutes. And normally, uh, and actually, I've dealt with him in another show. He drives to Columbia for the rehearsals. Uh-huh. It wouldn't be a problem. But I was even thinking, if I had to provide him with costume pieces, and he only lives like 30 minutes away, it would still be worth it to like ship them to Probably, him. Probably, yeah. You know, if he has no other reason, right. you know, to come here. And right. I was even thinking, you know, would I even ship something just across town if I really didn't have the time, or, or you know, something like that. So, well, I think too, if you. Like like I just said, it might be, it might turn out to have that centralized like yeah all, some these, kind these of things will be at the theater location. on Tuesday yes. evenings. You know, yes. please come get them or whatever. Yeah, so you yeah. can do a socially distanced right. um, pick up drop off, you know, kind of thing. And I, I mean, you could do it like while you were at Or Street or so, you know, right. you were at the art I, studio and say. I'm going to be there on Thursday. You have to come get it between 2 and 4 right. or whatever, 2 and, and 6. I am whatever. not super worried about, um, you know, personally about surfaces right. as much, you know, in this whole thing as, you know, close proximity to a breathing person. As long as you're not breathing on people. Yeah, right? that's, you know, is how right. I feel about it. Now, I might not, like, go rub that costume piece all over my face <laughs> or something right away. But, you know, yeah. I, I don't – I didn't feel hesitant in right. allowing those people to borrow those costumes. That's right. how I felt. But if you don't feel that way, then, you know, don't do right. it. Make it work. But definitely, like, let somebody drape a bed sheet around themselves oh, or something. I'm sure we could have bed sheeted that – Yes, but I wouldn't have gotten to do. But I would not have gotten to do my um, sculpting. Yes, exactly. The other thing is, uh, okay, I didn't feel like the for that one act. I thought about like putting facial hair on the men, you know, or something like that. Uh, If you can get, you know, some sticky beards or something, that could be a fun thing to do. Um, it didn't really work out for what we did, but little props like that. And then you have to think about how serious your audience is taking this. Right. You know, there is another theater company here in town, and they're very serious and well-known throughout the world and everything. And they did a virtual show that was written to be a virtual show. Um, and it's about a woman who's trapped in her basement. And, you know, anyway, right. yeah, that was much, you know, this was very much a... This would have been done in person, but we are bringing it to you virtually. You know, enjoy the experience. So that was kind of the attitude behind this production. Um, And so I think you can try too hard, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. And we've all seen this anyway on on TV now, like live TV. I mean, you know, Jimmy Fallon in his own basement. All those celebrities. All those celebrities. I try and look at their houses. I don't care about what they're doing. They don't know how to do things without an audience. They need lessons from me. You know what amazes (laughs) me is how bad the lighting can continue to be. Like, just Google how you're supposed to light yourself. You know, I right? my lighting is kind of crappy sometimes when I go live in the self zone wardrobe, but like I'm not Jimmy Fallon. Um, yeah, so. right, right. Well, and I'm not saying him in particular, right? But no, 
No, there's people are are like like people like I don't know that are cabinet members or something. I'm like, you mean you don't have some lighting at your house? Like really, you don't have a get lamp? Get yourself a ring light. No. Well, well, right. <laughs> get, get on Amazon. Order that thing for nine ninety nine. My but, uh, problem you know. is uh, glasses glare yeah. right now, yeah. and I'm just actually I was supposed to pick up sample contacts. Right before the pandemic. Uh, well, and so they're probably there now. They are. They're still there. They called me. They're like, so these sample contacts have been here for five 100 months. years, you know? yes. And I'm like, yeah. I, you know, the, I don't feel like I can't go there to pick them up. But uh, as many of you listening will probably relate, the pandemic is uh, very time-consuming. It's yes, a time-consuming it thing. So Well, it's kind <laughs> of funny because it's like, Everybody's doing all the jobs. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. it's not, you know, no longer are, you know, everybody's, you can't group the children and put them over here and one or two people take care of them. Right, right. You know, they're spread out and everyone's doing that. And, you, you don't know, doing, get your yeah. village anymore. Right. Um, well, I guess, you know, there were a couple of people on Facebook and they're like, we put together this socially distanced, you know, whatever, pickling class or something like that. And they're like, well, people feel comfortable coming. And I was like, you know, I might feel comfortable doing something. I said, but I can't, like, do anything right now, you know. <laughs> so I was like, like, I just want you to know, like, cool. And, and I, you know, it's not that I don't feel, you know, comfortable um, maybe doing that. But the pandemic has just made it so that I have no time to, you know. I have no, I have no spare time. Anyway, uh, but I costume this show. And I'm costuming two more. In the near future. And I, yeah, I just want to say that if somebody comes up, oh, <laughs> this is another funny thing. So the Typhoid Mary show, this woman comes to me and says, you know, I've just been asking everybody who I should get to costume this and everyone, everyone says you. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, maybe that's not a good reputation to have. <laughs> and that's right. Then I remembered when we still have the shop. There was a young man who came in and said, I need a prototype for a T-shirt, a bamboo T-shirt. Can you sew it? And I was like, sure, I can sew up the T-shirt. And I cannot remember what I charged him. But it wasn't enough because someone else came in later and says to me, I've heard there's someone who works here who makes prototypes for people for, like, super cheap. Do you know where I can find them? No, nope, she like, doesn't exist. I was like, oh, I'm an idiot, you know? Super cheap. Oh, my God. What I, a stupid I thing to say. Well, yeah, I was like, she didn't know who she was but, talking to. She didn't tell me my wedding dress was ugly, you know? Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I was like, I guess I didn't charge that guy enough to make that yep, T-shirt. Super cheap. I mean, he might have lied, too. Well, yeah. who knows? She's like, I just hear, you know, prototyping is so expensive, but but there's someone here who can do Cheap. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting getting the wrong reputation. And then I had to knit produce bags for her. Oh, the places you'll go. Okay, so I hope that your local theater community is doing well. Uh, ours is, we've got got two two main well, theaters and might, another you know, one. This might apply to, been doing to a some lot of fundraisers. things. I don't know, children's groups or, or something. Yeah. You know, I who knows? Who knows? Um you know, I I just think you know that we're gonna be doing this for a while, right? And it, I'm I'm glad that they are doing virtual things. It helps us to you know stay connected. It was it was neat to see everyone and do support your organizations who can't. 
provide their typical programming right now. You know, like there's just They're trying to stay alive. Yeah, there's just no way to do the live theater that they, you know, used to work so hard to do. And I, I'm I'm glad that they're doing that. All right, ZD, well, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.